Good afternoon, everybody. Thank God it is Friday. Thank God it's Friday. T-G-I-F. Thank God it's Friday. We are so excited that God let us get through another work week. And you may say, that ain't, what is that to be excited about? Well, let me tell you something. First of all, there are some people who don't have a job. They're still waiting in the unemployment line from when COVID first hit. Second of all, think back on your job this week. There had to be at least one thing that went wrong. One thing that could have went better if you would have done it a different way. But God's grace and his mercy allowed you not to get ridden up, not to get fired, not to be asked to clock out and go home. So we are thankful that God has allowed us to make it through the close of another work week. We are thankful with the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows. You didn't know if you were going to be able to make it to five o'clock, but the grace of God allowed us to see today, Friday. So we thank you, God, for allowing us to make it through the end of a work week. I praise God for everything, small things, not just great, big, fantastic things, but I praise him for the things that we tend to call common or just ordinary. Yes, we thank him for our jobs. So real quickly, at this noonday on uh, Friday, I just want to say to you that one of the worst mistakes that you can make is not learning from your mistakes. I don't know about you, but I will put myself on the front line and say that I have made many, many mistakes since I left my mother's home graduating from high school. I have been in places that I should not have been. I have had relationships that should not have been. I have said things that I should not have. I have thought things that I should not have. I have entered into places when I knew that God was telling me not to go. I have tried to fight battles that I knew in my flesh, even even my flesh knew not to do this certain thing. But the enemy is so much on his job. The enemy is, he, he never sleeps. He's always on his job. He's always walking around, roaring like a lion, trying to see who he can devour. So he's never not on his job. He's always on his job to make us do things or to try to get us, coerce us into doing things that we know, we fully know are against the will and the plan of God that he has for our lives. But the mistakes that we have made we are to learn from them. God knew that mistake, mistakes are, were not just to be so we could call them a mistake. Oops, I made a mistake. But God also knew that he wanted us to learn from those mistakes, grow from those mistakes, mature from those mistakes so that we can stop saying, well, you know what? I just been like that all my life. In the previous episode, I said that my mother-in-law used to say, well, you've been that way all your life. Well, guess what? You've been wrong all your life. So mistakes were not just meant just to be called a mistake. Mistakes are for a reason. Mistakes are there to help to teach us. So don't let the worst mistake that you make be not learning from your mistake. So today, just think about whatever mistake that it was that you made. Maybe you made a oops on the job. That was a mistake. 
learn from that mistake and don't be afraid to say, I made a mistake. A lot of times we don't want to be the one in the office to say that we are the one that caused something to go wrong. We don't want to be called the, the, um, the squeaky wheel. So if you make a mistake, just say, you know, I made a mistake. Let me see if I can correct that. It is okay. We want to, our flesh, we want to be right. Our flesh tells us, girl, you got to be right, girl. You can't let them say that you were wrong. You can't go in there and say that you messed up. Yes, you can. Don't you know that that's under the blood? That mistake was under the blood. When Jesus died and shed his blood, that mistake was under the blood of Jesus Christ. Perhaps you made a mistake in your relationship. And it doesn't have to be you're married. You can have a friend and you did something and it caused a little chaos within the relationship. Just say, you know what? I, I, I take that. I made that mistake. You know, I, I am, I'm trying to be the best friend that I can be. You know, you don't have to put a whole lot on it just, but admit that you made the mistake, learn from it and grow from it and just sit there and think about sometimes we have to sit and be real with ourselves and say, you know, I did do that. I did say that I could have done that a different way because there's healing and there is growth when we can admit that we made a mistake that we erred, but because we don't want someone to feel like we did something intentionally against them, or we don't want to be the one that everybody looks at, our flesh tells us don't own up to it. But I'm here to help us, not just you, but me, get delivered from not owning up to our mistakes and learning from them. There are a lot of things that happen on my job and I sit and I think, how could I have done that better? How could I have done that? How could I have said that in a different way where the, the outcome could have been just a little bit more positive. So we always should put ourselves first, even if it is the other person. Put yourself first, first of all, because that honors God and it gives him glory. And that lets him know, hey, she's willing to come to me and ask me, what could she have done better? Now, if God tells you, hey, you know, I appreciate you coming to me, but it, it wasn't you, it was the other person. But because you showed humility to me, I'm gonna fix this situation for you. Then when God tells you that, don't go and try to fix it. Don't send an email, don't send a text. I have had to erase a lot of text messages and emails because God has said, you, you owned up to making the mistake. Now just let me fix it. Let me fix it because if you try to press send, you're gonna mess it up. Let me fix it. Maybe you messed up in your marriage. Now we're talking about that. Maybe you messed up in your marriage. Maybe you made a mistake. You said something, you did something. I'm let, let me give some clarity. I'm talking about a mistake like <clears throat> you drive your spouse's car and you know, you forget to put gas in it when you promised that you did, you know, you didn't make that priority or you made the mistake by you know, buying the wrong item or something. I'm talking about mistakes like that. Yes, learn from the mistakes. Learn how you can be a better mate. It's okay to do that. Now we ain't talking about, cause I love balance. We're not talking about no mistake where you get caught cheating every week. Yes, we are supposed to forgive over and over and over. But let me tell you what I have learned. What I learned is this. Yes, I'm supposed to forgive you, but it's my choice whether or not I want to continue to put myself in that position for you to hurt me. 
So what has to happen is first we forgive and then we pray and we say, God, you know, I didn't forget this person about 10 times. You know, this person has done this to me. We're talking about marriage. This person, now this is not my testimony. This is not my testimony. Uh, well, you know, God, you know, she just keep going out getting these babies on me. You know, I know I'm supposed to forgive her, but now I'm praying and asking you, is it okay for me to be released from this marriage? Or, well, you know, God, I done forgave him about 20 or 30 times. And, you know, I keep on finding these other things in his phone and, you know, and I keep on catching him down there at the nasty kitty. God, you know, this is happening like every other week, every other month and it's been going on for years. Okay, I forgive, but God, I want to be at peace. I want to be whole. I'm tired of crying every night. So God, now you give me direction and you show me what you want me to do. Those are not mistakes. That is called habitual sin. Habitual sin is no longer a mistake. It is a lifestyle. Hear me clear, because when it comes to the word of God, I ain't scared of nobody. Not nobody. A mistake is a mistake that you, oops, oh girl, I am so sorry. I mixed up, I mixed this up and I gave you the wrong one. You know, I'm feeling like everybody I'm talking to is pretty smart, pretty sharp. You can catch what I'm saying. But habitual cheating, that ain't no mistake. That ain't something you got to listen to. Well, everybody got faults. Everybody got to say, yeah, but you are a habitual cheater. You are a habitual adulterer. You've been doing this the whole time we've been together. So no, bro, no, sis, that ain't no mistake. This is something that you want to do. And you're taking my kindness for weakness. So let me just wrap up and say, don't let the biggest mistake you make be not learning from your mistake. Learn from your mistakes and know the difference in between a mistake and a habitual lifestyle. So you all be blessed. I hope I have said something that has blessed you, that has given you just a little bit more information, a little bit, something to make you say, hmm, you know what? I didn't think about that. If you haven't surrendered your life to Christ, now is the time. Just say, God, I need a Lord and a Savior. I believe your son lived and that he died and that he shed his blood on the cross as a remission of sins. I want to be saved and I believe that I'm saved. If you repeated that and you believe it in your heart, you are saved now. No take backs. You'll have some good days, bad days. Everything will be all mixed up together. But when you come out, you won't even smell like smoke. The fire will not have taken you under. You guys be blessed. Pray for me because I love giving encouragement. Talk to you soon. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.